I'm Tori, holistic health and life coach and founder of T-Balance, my coaching practice that helps people become the best versions of themselves by looking at all areas of life. And this is my podcast, where I chat to many incredible souls about all things balance and hypnotherapy, skincare, information, sex, and so much more. Anyway, there's so much to come from this series and I'm really looking forward to sharing it with you. Last week I had a great chat with Marie Hansen, all about skin issues such as acne and rosacea, also about natural skincare and connecting with your inner beauty. And I shared on Instagram a photo of my acne from when I was 22 and highly inflamed. So I hope that you enjoyed that. And today I'm joined by the gorgeous and incredibly knowledgeable Yalda from Eat, Burn, Sleep. Eat, Burn, Sleep has been formed over the past 12 years and it's a gut health, information and sustained weight loss platform that Yalda founded last year after her battle with two autoimmune conditions. This led her to educate herself, change her diet and lifestyle and subsequently put her conditions into remission. The few times I've spent with Yalda, we have chatted and chatted and chatted, and I can't express how much respect I have for how she lives her life and the extensive wisdom that she embodies. I am really on a mission to keep lowering and lowering any information, and she is so the person to chat to on this. So here goes. I hope you enjoyed the episode. How lovely it is to see you and welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm really well. Thanks so much for having me. Oh my gosh, it's such a pleasure. So I know it's been a huge week for you because congratulations, you have launched your new six-week programme, which I'm so excited to hear more about. But before we kick off, I would love to hear all about your story with actually how you've got to where you are today, because I know that it has been pretty harrowing at times so please introduce us to everything that you are about I love how you say this with the most beautiful smile on and sparkly eyes <laughs> and life is positive and that's what we should focus on my background um, professionally was finance I did a business school in France called EDEC and then I did a postgrad at the London School of Economics in accounting and finance I worked on the trading floor for a few years and when I got pregnant I didn't want to be on the trading floor anymore because I thought the vibes were not good for my baby (laughs) (laughs) everyone thought I was crazy Uh, I was my, my career was you know doing well and I loved my job but for me being a mom was the most important thing I was ever gonna do that was my my take on things and uh And so I took a very, very early maternity leave and I never went back. During my first pregnancy, I got diagnosed with an autoimmune disease called ulcerative colitis. And it was very mild during the pregnancy. So I'm someone who's very positive. So I thought, that's no big deal. I don't know why the doctors are panicking about it. I feel great. It was very mild symptoms. I had a baby, everything was great. And when the baby was about uh, five, six months old, I I actually went to a spa in Austria called Viva Meyer, okay. which is, um, my then husband said, oh, it's an amazing place. They're very good with digestive problems. You should go. And they gave me Epsom salts to drink. That was a huge mistake for someone with inflammatory bowel disease. Right. And it spinned me into a terrible, terrible flare. And what was mild became acute. Oh, 
<laughs> and anyway, that's a long story. And um, and and there there could have been other factors, mm-hmm. but that was a turning point. And I started losing a lot of weight. I started losing muscle, hair, being put on steroids, and then started a long journey of being very unwell and very weak. Um, and I'm someone who. I'm, I'm someone who generally, I would say, is a fighter. It's my nature. I do not let things break me. And I was going to fix this. And doctors couldn't fix it. And I quickly understood that when I was given steroids at the beginning, it worked amazingly, but then you have to come off them and then you crashed again. Mm-hmm. And at that time, people, you know, there was no study that had shown a, a link between diet and and those diseases, and still not, because studies have to be funded, and generally they're funded by pharmaceuticals, pharmaceutical companies, and they're not going to make money from a diet, so it's still a business at the end of the day. Um, So there's no data showing that diet has an influence on inflammatory bowel disease. Started a very long journey when, you know, there was no YouTube, no Instagram, very limited information on the internet, and I spent between around 10 years studying autoimmunity. In the meantime, I've developed into... Then, you know, I I had ups and downs. I had a second child, and the pregnancy was beautiful. I went into remission during that pregnancy. I had a 10 and a half pound baby. (gasps) What? (laughs) Naturally, (laughs) don't ask. Oh, my gosh. Um, Because what happens is pregnancy changes your immunity. That's why you can have the onset of an autoimmune disease or remission. Sometimes you can start having intolerances or the end of intolerances. It changes your immunity. Um, So during the second pregnancy, all my symptoms went away. I could eat grains and dairy again. I was eating pan chocolate like there was no tomorrow. (laughs) I couldn't help it. And, And enjoying it, I had a beautiful water birth. I mean, I really enjoyed the whole process. Oh my gosh, amazing. JJ was born and he was big and healthy and amazing. And I was so happy. But three months after his birth, my hormones, of course, dropped you know, like many women. And oftentimes that's when postpartum happens because you yes. have a drop drop in all the hormones and it messes up a lot of things yeah, and yeah. chemicals in your body. And in my case, I started flaring again. And in 2012, I developed another autoimmune disease called autoimmune hemolytic anemia, which is a very rare one where your body destroys your own red blood cells. It means your, hemoly- your, your hemoglobin drops down there you don't have cells to carry oxygen in your body it's potentially fatal and indeed I almost died twice Um, and I carried on all this research diet trial and error changes in lifestyle exercise to cut a long story short it took me over 10 years to find an anti-inflammatory gut health lifestyle and when I say lifestyle it's much more than diet and, and it's yes, and it includes fun as well because I'm someone who likes a glass of wine, who likes to go out with her friends. So I found a way of living. Who's an, hungover today? Who's hungover <laughs> today? <laughs> found a way of, um, you know, uh, uh, of having a normal life on the outside, and, and basically being medication free now. And I go to the doctor a couple of times a year just to check that everything's in order. 
Amazing. So oh that's my, my story. <laughs> I actually just, I can't even relate to what you're, you must have gone through with looking at you today because you are a total beacon of health and just so gorgeous and glowy you. and your hair is so thick and luxurious and yeah, I'm so sorry it's been such a testing time for you, but wow. Well it, done. it has been, but when I was going through that, I wasn't sharing with many people. That's okay. the first thing. I didn't want pity. And also, so many people go through so many difficult things. Mm. So many people have disabilities. So many, You know, we take health for granted. Totally. And when we have a health problem, we feel like we're the most unlucky people in the world. But really, many people have this. Mm. So I decided, I thought, if I can turn a negative into a positive then it's an experience. And I've gained a lot of knowledge. After I got better, I thought I would go back to normal life and start working in finance again. But um, I was helping friends on the side who had IBS or things like that, and they were getting so much better. And every time I would see someone get better, I would have so much pleasure out of it. Of it filled my tank of happiness and much more than you know, making money for investors. Um, and a friend of mine convinced me to start sharing my knowledge online, which I did. And that's how Eat Burn Sleep was created. Amazing. Wow. It's so, it's so, so interesting. And I love that, that every experience that we go through in our lives actually forms who we are. And in this case, it has now led you down a totally different, different way of living and being and helping people and oh my gosh I love helping people I get like the, the most amazing feeling from yes. watching people make these wonderful changes and things so I can totally relate to that um so what so obviously your illnesses started during your pregnancies but do you think that your job was was there anything going on like in your job that you think in finance sorry that was affecting your health in any way or do you think it was literally just something that happened during pregnancy so in my case um inflammation mm -hmm. uh, not in general sorry in general inflammation and diseases come from genetic factors environmental factors and lifestyle factors it's hard to pinpoint exactly what it was in my case i believe i know i have autoimmunity in my family Okay. That runs on my maternal side, and weirdly, only women in my family. Okay. Uh, men, thank God, are spared. So at least half, <laughs> although there are more men than women in my family, so I guess it's good news for them. Yeah. Um, my mom has Hashimoto's, and my grandmother had sclerodermia, so, which are autoimmune problems. Okay. The other thing that is for sure is I'm intolerant to dairy. Genetically, I do not have the gene to digest lactose. I moved at the age of 12 from Morocco, where I grew up, I'm half Moroccan, half Iranian, to France. And in France, I started eating dairy on a daily basis. Mm. And I remember having the worst tummy aches. Okay. And I carried on eating dairy for all these years. And it has been proven when you expose the immune system to a pathogen in case, I mean... Um, uh, also an intolerance, it's like poking it all the time. It creates chronic inflammation, it starts creating yeah. issues. And a stressful job, of course, will create inflammation, but a job will also lower inflammation because 
not working is probably worse for you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, Absolutely. You know, it's a mix of things. And pregnancy, as I was saying earlier, alters the immune system. Mm. So it was a conjunction of factors. Yeah, as it always is. Yes. Um, so talk to us then about your six-week program. I am just so excited. I'm 100% going to try this, by the way. <laughs> but can you tell us a little bit about it? So obviously it's things that you have sort of found over the last 10, 10 12 years? Yes. Yeah that work for you yes. I'm really interested I know that you're you do a lot of sort of paleo recipes and things but I yes. know that you're sort of paleo with additions much more and, yeah exactly. with much so, more <laughs> so tell us about it so my approach is very simple people who follow me on Instagram and everything like my extremely simple recipes I like simple things I'm someone who is not fussy but if you look at the background for everything I do, there's a million reasons why I do them and so many reasons why I'm not doing them. Okay. And I thought, I'm going to create a plan where I share everything with people without overloading them with information that they feel mm -hmm. overwhelmed. And I have created this plan where I share food, but not just what you can eat, what you can't eat, what to eat at what time. Wow. It impacts massively if you have what you have at the beginning of a meal or the end of a meal for breakfast or for dinner. It changes everything. In the morning, we have higher cortisol levels naturally. In the evening, we need more melatonin to go to bed. In the morning, we have fasted overnight. We have an empty stomach. Our blood sugar levels will be impacted differently than if we eat something at 3 p.m. Yeah. or 2 p.m. after lunch. If we, uh, So I share everything when it comes to food. I share very simple recipes. Health is much more than food. Food is only, I would say, one small element. For example, there's um, an amazing book that was written called Blue Zones, which studies pockets of longevity in the world. People, you know, in Okinawa, in Japan... Mm -hmm. Mm. they live until 120 years old and at 100 years old they're still working and they found in all these places around the world that the one common factor between them the number one factor for longevity is not something people eat it is the social interactions yeah so when i see all these personal trainers on instagram who do their meal prep on a sunday who are not going to see anyone that week and will eat by day five a meal that was prepared five days ago, which has lost all its nutrients, to me, that is not healthy. What happens there? So the nutrients over time of are course. just yeah, diminishing? Of course. Okay. From the moment you pick a vegetables, the nutrients diminish. That's why frozen food sometimes can be healthy. Better than vegetables that have been so old, or sometimes even canned tomatoes, they will be picked later, Yes. And do, do you see yeah. what I mean? It's, it's so complex. There's nothing really simple. But the freezing process, yes, you lose some nutrients as well. But then the cooking process, you do. But you can't eat just raw because raw all the time would bloat you. So it's all about moderation and totally. balance. There isn't totally. such thing as black and white when it comes to health. Um, so in the six-week plan, I share all the food. I share a lot of things around emotions because 60% of our, our neurotransmitters are in our gut and 60% of our immune system 
is in the gut. So it is so important to be well in our heads, to be well in our tummies, to then be well in our bodies. But each system feeds, feeds the other. So I cover emotional eating. I cover how to deal in your head with conflict so you don't get too stressed, so you don't get unhealthy, how to deal with stress, sleep, water, how much water, mm. at what time of the day, at which pace, what does it do, uh, how you cannot lose weight if you don't drink water because the liver, one of its many functions is uh, lipolysis and lipolysis cannot happen if you're not drinking water because if you don't drink enough, the liver takes over the kidney function. <laughs> so I try and explain all these yeah, things without amazing. being too nerdy. Wow. But at the same time, for me, I could never follow a diet for looks. I could only do it from a health standpoint. Yeah. And that meant understanding why totally. I was doing things. Okay. And finally, I share all my workouts because you have inflammatory workouts and anti-inflammatory workouts. And there is a very strong link, sorry. No, 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 There's a very strong link between your, your core muscles and your digestive system. Yes. There is a nerve that goes from the spine, the vagus nerve, to the, uh, from the spine to the digestive system. So it's so important to have a healthy digestion, to not have back pain, and to have strong core, to have a healthy digestion digestion and hence everything healthy in the body and the mind <laughs> totally it's so interesting it is also connected and i remember actually when i met you we were speaking about breathing and how mm. breathing is so important particularly when you're exercising as well because otherwise your carbon dioxide is building yes up, and like the, the lactic acid yeah the lactic yeah. acid and things so it's so interesting and i'm i'm just so excited to explore your whole website of all of these different sort of tools and techniques so well done Thank also you. i have no idea about like i love having a connection sort of with my mind body soul but at the same time like i haven't really really looked into all of the food and how it works in the body and things so i'm so excited about learning more about that <laughs> um, because i i must go on how things make me feel and if for example you know, if i'm feeling sort of tired one day or run down one day I'll think okay what did I actually eat yesterday what did I drink or like you look so glowing and you've also had a boozy night out last night so. it's, but I have a method for that I wrote, exactly. I wrote so a is, little guide yeah so I can't wait and also you have a guide for eating out as well don't you so the eating out is covered in the six-week plan but on my website, eatburnsleep.com, I have a water retention and hangover guide. Oh my gosh, amazing. And that's why I look like this after two nights of partying. <gasps> okay, so we'll definitely come on to that. But I did actually want to speak to you about water retention. Mm -hmm. Because the way in which we were connected was through the wonderful Flavia. Yes. Who does the most amazing lymphatic drainage. And um, she, whenever she massages me, she says that I, have, I carry too much water. Or like mm -hmm. every single time I see her, I've got water in me. But I'm really careful with the amount of water that I drink because she said it was 0 0.0035 times your weight in kilos mm -hmm. that you should be drinking. Mm -hmm. So mine works out at, I think it's like 2.3 litres or something mm -hmm. a day. So I'm really, I know that now, so I'm try, I try to be more aware of it. But I really want to talk to you about water retention because what what exactly is it and how, do, how can we reduce it? So water retention is when water gets retained in the tissues around the body. For example, if you wear rings, there are days where it's going to be harder to remove them. Yes. That's when you're retaining water. 
or I get my water retention in my cheeks. So when I'm inflamed or PMSing, my, my face is like this. And in fact, I filmed the video for the six-week plan as I was retaining so much water. And if you watch that video where I'm talking about the oh. six... I'm going to have to refilm it. Oh, because, no. yes, I, ha I was inflamed because I worked too hard. And I was PMSing and not sleeping enough. So I was retaining ab so about one to two kilos of water. <gasps> and you can see in my arms, I lost my muscle definition. Three days later, after two good nights of sleep and doing the right things that's in my guide, it was gone. Wow. But even I forget sometimes to follow my own advice. Of course, <laughs> I think we all do <laughs> on occasion. But so, so what do you think? So it's good sleep... So there is a mix of factors. First, what causes <clears throat> water retention is, first, it can be dehydration. You're not drinking enough, your body retains water. Mm -hmm. Too much salt, you retain water. For example, MSG, or when to, you mm -hmm. go and do a Chinese restaurant, sometimes they put too much salt mm -hmm. and MSG in the food, and that makes us retain water. Inflammation, because when we are inflamed the body produces mast cells mm. and basophils. I mean, now we're being technical, but it, it produces cells that then trigger water retention and the tissues become full of water. Okay. So that's why some workouts create water retention. Wow. And I share all of that in my guide. Alcohol creates water retention. And in the guide, I give you exactly some supplements to take that help what to do before drinking, what to do after drinking, which I share recipes and shakes for cravings. Because you know when you drink Amazing. the next day, you just want to eat everything. And there is a reason for that. Mm. And I have come up with all these recipes because when I started on this lifestyle, I was happy to give up dairy. I was happy to give up grains. I was happy to give up a lot of things. But good red wine? No. I had to draw a line. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Oh my gosh, I'm so on your way. I very good tea and very good red wine in moderation to me is one of life's greatest pleasures. And for a few years, especially after the age of 35, I couldn't drink anymore. And I thought, no, I'm not giving this one up. And for the water retention plan, hangover and water retention plan, it took me four years. Wow. To work it out, but I do not give up. I am not someone who gives up. And that's why with my method and my work, I always tell my followers, my advice might change because I'm always doing research. I have to have the humility to say, okay, this, I can improve it. Mm, this, course. there is new research showing this, or in my experience, by trying that, I saw better results. And something might work for you in the autumn and it may not work in the summer and yes. it may work for you for three years and then not for the next three and also the wellness industry and all of the knowledge that everyone's learning is forever evolving so yeah we all have to be very humble with that and just put our hands up and say that you know things are always changing so the gut that is obviously as you mentioned it is so important that it's our second brain it houses 60% of our immune system 60% of our transmitters it's so important. So what are the best things that you think we can do to keep our guts healthy? And, you know, if someone's struggling with 
bloating or IBS or something like that? If there was one thing, yeah. follow the eat, burn, sleep lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, it's a mix of factors. But in terms of supplements, I have tried many things mm. and very few worked. There is one that made a difference. And it's collagen powder. Okay. I... So glucosamine is an amino acid which rebuilds the gut lining. When I was unwell, I saw so many dietitian, naturopaths, um, alternative doctors, traditional doctors, and I was advised, amongst many things, to take glucosamine. And it did not work on me. First, it tasted foul. It was a weird powder. It, it had a weird taste to it. And, um, and I did not see results and I really cannot remember how I made the link because back then no one spoke about collagen mm. how I made the link that collagen was very high in glucosamine I knew that I mean I healed myself at the beginning by drinking a lot of chicken broth yes. so if you're having a flare bone broth on empty stomach sip it all day amazing but if you don't have bone broth, for me, a cup of weak green tea with a tablespoon of collagen powder, I mix it, I drink it on empty stomach in the morning around 8, then at 12, then in the evening, I reduce the fiber, I try and walk to make, you know, the peristalsis, for things move in the, in the tummy, that helps. That's a short thing. And in my six-week plan... I have, I do offer targeted advice for people with IBS, people with inflammatory bowel disease, IBD, how to deal with flares, psoriasis, PCOS. I cover many things, hyperthyroid, hypothyroid. So I cover different conditions, people who want to lose weight, weight loss. So, and all the advice is open. So if you have both IBS and you want to lose weight, you can access everything. Um, and I give what to do on a daily basis and also what to do when you have that extreme bloating happening. Yeah, amazing. Because I actually started taking collagen maybe in March mm -hmm. and I started taking the, the SkinAid bottles. Okay. Which I would... I know you don't take SkinAid, do you? You no. take powder. I, t I take powder, okay. yes. Do you think that's better than them taking... I don't know. I haven't tried the SkinAid, but what I can say about collagen and, again... In the six-week plan online, I share all these things and much more. If you take collagen, you need to make sure to be really well hydrated because okay. it draws water. And if you're not hydrated, you won't be regular. Okay. okay. It might constipate you, yes. Yeah. Or let's put it this way. If you take collagen and you become constipated, that's a sign that you're dehydrated and you should up your hydration okay. levels. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I'm going to, maybe, I, what, what is the brand of the one that you take then? I use Great Lakes. Okay. They don't sponsor me. I've been buying it myself for all these years. I do not take it every day anymore. But when I'm unwell, I do. When unwell, and you take it three times a day? Like that, like three tablespoons, okay. roughly two, three. Okay, interesting. It's, it's food. So it's not, because it's derived from food, it's not a medication. The liver can process it. 
it doesn't tax the kidneys. When you take a pill, a supplement that's a pill, the cells are bigger than yeah. the food cells and the liver has to break it down and then it, it is, it's, it's not a free ride for our organs. When it's a food-based supplement, yes, it is a free ride. <laughs> okay, good to know. Very, very interesting. Actually, I was talking about this um, the other day with a friend of mine um, who takes vitamin D as a as a spray rather yes. than in a pill. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she was just saying it goes, well, it's so much better because it's absorbed straight into your... like well, Exactly. I take B12 like this as well okay. on the sp- in the spray form mm-hmm. because B12, um, I hope I'm not overwhelming your <laughs> listeners no. with oh all gosh. this <laughs> b12 you need something called intrinsic intrinsic factor to absorb it intrinsic okay. factor if is produced in the mouth but b12 is absorbed much lower down the digestive tracts in the small intestine and sometimes it your intrinsic if doesn't reach that place and sometimes b12 can be the absorption can be impaired okay. and you need vitamin B12 for blood production, for the nervous system, for so many things. So I take mine as a spray form. Okay, so that it gets basically the thing that, yeah. It just goes, yeah, it goes straight into your bloodstream. I didn't get that. <laughs> what brand do you have that? I use Better You and it's you. five pounds oh, so on Amazon. Yeah, amazing. And I, I link all these products on my website, eatburnsleep.com. I link... There is a little section called Yalda Loves, and all the supplements I use, I, I put them there. Okay. And then if I change my mind about anything, I remove them. Yeah, <laughs> Oh my gosh, but it is also trial and error, isn't it? And um, it's actually interesting you were saying about the Epsom salts and drinking those, because it's... Yeah, and not drinking them. That is crazy. It's way too harsh on the digestive system. Yeah. It's like all these laxatives, they're very dangerous. Okay. They wipe out your flora. And then to rebuild the flora, that's why a lot of people who abuse laxatives don't have a gut healthy yeah. Yeah, gut anymore. So did they not recommend sort of what you meant to be doing while drinking the Epsom salts to rebuild, or they didn't? You know, I think they thought they knew about my condition, but clearly they did not. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, you know, about their knowledge with other things, but mm-hmm. uh, for digestive issues, I would not recommend that place. Yeah. And what about um, having a bath with Epsom salts in? Does that, that, that help, okay? That helps a lot with water retention. Okay. So it's good from an external point of yes. view, just not an internal. Yeah. And also Epsom salts are, you know, they're full of minerals mm. and transdermal absorption is very effective. We absorb about 70% of what we put on our skins. I know. That's why I never swim in pools. Oh my god! <laughs> too much chlorine. Too much chlorine. This I don't is... go in them. This is so interesting because I am um, actually on one of the other episodes in the podcast. My wonderful friend Marie came on to speak about natural skincare. Mm-hmm. And I have been using sort of on and off natural skincare for about a year, but sort of peppering it with probably some quite savage things on my skin as well, which is so bad, I know. However, it's so interesting and it's really helping with my connection with my physical body is by now using like essential oils. I have my Himalayan salt in the bath, which I've been doing for ages, but I love that. And all of these things, which are basically just natural, is really helping me connect with my physical body. I know that sounds quite strange, but my mind and, and soul connection, I feel like has been there for quite a while, but my physical body connection i'm just really really it is it's self-care is essential yeah but it's but the thing is is that i you know 
part of <clears throat> self care is a huge part of my the course side. But offer. but but body as well. That's what but, I mean by that. But I but even you know I'll do things like when I'm salt scrubbing with my oil and my salt, I'll be paying gratitude to all of my limbs and to really be tuning into my body. But until I have oh, like do you do that? That's yeah, I interesting. do that. Yeah, I love it because I think you know we. We, uh, if you don't have that sort of connection then you're, you're getting up every day and you're just moving you're moving yourself and you're just going and you're not even really thinking whereas for me if I do that sort of twice a week I am like trying to connect with myself and I'm really aware of like where I maybe have a new freckle or a little this or that or a pimple or whatever it might be but until I have now started putting natural skincare all over my body I'm now doing that, feeling that connection all the time rather than just on a couple of occasions a week. You know, what you're saying is so interesting. I used to see the gym as a chore until I was in hospital and I couldn't even go to the loo without help. And that's and now I love hiking. I'm going to go and do kite surf with my children next month. I, I move all the time I'm so grateful for my body it gave me two beautiful children it can move it can see it can breathe it can smell but I had to lose the ability to do things to start doing understanding what you have understood already in your very young years so well done you oh my gosh thank you but I do think it's also when I pass someone in the street who, you know, very sadly, maybe in a wheelchair, I always do this thing where I'll send them love. Yeah, I do that. And I then I pay gratitude for my yeah. legs because I just think that we do take these things, well, I know we take these things for granted and it's really important to kind of pay attention to that. But I just, the whole natural skincare is really helping me connect from a different point with my physical body. I do, you know, when it comes to the body, I... Like you, I use natural on the body. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm from Morocco. I grew up in Morocco, so we do the hammam once a week with the scrub. So I've always done that. It's been part of my... Do you still do it now? Yeah, I scrub my body once a week. Wow. Always. With a Moroccan glove. Yeah. I'll get, I'll get you one. <gasps> I'd love one. They're amazing. I'll show you how to use it. It's, and also, it is so eco-friendly. Because you use the same glove for a year. You don't put any yeah. beads in nature. Totally. It's amazing. But I'm using salt now. Oh, great. So I'm using Himalayan salt well and then almond oil, sweet almond oil. Amazing. For my scrub. That's lovely. And, um, and I actually did it on my face really gently. Gently. On my face of the day with some jojoba oil. Amazing. Um, so yeah, I'm loving it. Totally loving it. But to come back to what I was Sorry. saying, because, <laughs> because um, I'm all about moderation and so I... With natural skincare, I'll be honest with you, I do not see the same results on my face, especially around the eyes. Mm. And I'm someone who loves skincare. So I made the decision. My body is the majority of my bo- of my skin. So I'll use coconut oil. I'll use all these natural things. Nat- argan oil I bring back from Morocco. My dad's a pharmacist. I get it from his pharmacy. Amazing. And around my eyes, that teeny-weeny bit of Guerlain cream or whatever I'm going to... Or Valmont around uh, just here... Yeah, for the, this, how do you call it in English? The crow's feet. Yes, exactly, that bit. It's not going to change anything to my health, but it's going to change the way I feel. So I always moderate totally. my approach. Oh my gosh, absolutely. And what about your shampoo? Are you using natural shampoo? Um, what am I using? I switch all the time. 
Okay, I that's switch. good, isn't it, for you? But uh, natural shampoos, what I notice is they make my hair heavy because they put quite a bit of oil and I have fine hair. I have a lot of hair, but mm. it's fine. We're having a beauty talk here. I know, I love <laughs> Girls beauty. can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love it. And um, something else that I have recent, well, actually, that I started ages ago and then like all things you kind of forget to do them or you run out and you don't buy more but aloe vera juice was something that I'm taking at the moment mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on that um I have taken it but it hasn't really helped me okay and I don't know why maybe you know juicing doesn't agree with my body because I have a cold composition in ayurvedic and chinese yes. medicine okay but the collagen helps so that's what that's that's the one thing. But aloe vera again is a food. Yeah. So you people, yeah, yeah, you can try it and okay. see. But some people love it. Some people do. I actually there was a guy that I knew who had really bad acid reflux and um everything. It Did was that really help? Sore, really helped. For Amazing. That. Okay, yeah. good to know. So if anyone has acid reflux, yes. then yeah. give it a go for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the changes that we can make instantly for like less inflammation in our lives. There, there is one change yes that's that takes two minutes okay to lower your inflammation levels <laughs> i love your your big blue eyes are widening you're looking I'm at like, you thinking <laughs> what is it um one day i went to the spa in thailand which i love called chivason and i go there regularly i mean it's a bit far but and they're very good they know what they're doing there okay. it's in hua hin uh a few hours from Bangkok in Thailand. I know it's far to go, but and they have the most amazing practitioners. And I saw this guy, Jason Kalp, who's a naturopath. Mm-hmm. And I was it was quite a stressful time in my life. He put some electrodes on me and tested my cortisol levels, which are basically stress, stress hormone, yeah. which is extremely inflammatory. And they were high. And he said to me, this is because you're not breathing. Because when we have shallow breathing, or it's a vicious circle. Cortisol level goes up, uh, we breathe less deeply. And if you breathe, you don't breathe deeply, your cortisol levels go up as well. And by the way, when your cancer cells feed off uh, CO2, so it's very important. Keep yourself oxygenated. Yes, and to exhale. Very important. And he gave me this breathing exercise, which I did. He put the electrodes and the cortisol levels went right down in two minutes. I could not believe it. And he said to me, you can do this anywhere. You look at your watch and you inhale for five seconds and exhale for five seconds, but not in an exaggerated way. You can be in a meeting, no one will notice. But you make the inhale last five seconds. Do it with me, everyone. One, okay, okay, inhale. One, two, three, four, five. Exhale. Two, three, four, five. Inhale. Like this for two minutes, three times a day. And that works. That's a quick fix. See, I'm so about that with the, um, the belly breathing. Do you, do, do you ever do that? Yes, but this is this a is breathing even, you can do yeah, anywhere. I know, I know. But, but the even, belly breathing is amazing. Oh, it's so amazing. For the perineum totally as well. It totally calms you down. Mm-hmm. It takes your body from that state of sort of fight or flight to deep relaxation. It's yeah. so beneficial. Okay, three times a day for two minutes. 
If you're stressed, yeah. Whenever you're stressed, you just sit for a second for two minutes and you do that. But people can do that on their commute. That's easy. They can do that in their Before commute. A meeting, whatever what, it might be. In a meeting at their desk. When they the loo. When they're in the loo, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Instead of looking at our phones <laughs> and getting stuck there for half an yeah, hour. <laughs> exactly. Because it is one of those things where I know when I talk to people about doing little things like this, for example, people are like, downtime, downtime. And you think everyone goes to the loo, everyone has two minutes. <laughs> and you can do it when you're walking. But like, this is about it. taking the time in your head. Yeah. I'm guilty of that. I think we all are. Yeah. It's it's annoying. You know? oh, but actually, if you mm. but what I find that helps me, but this is very personal more. I mean it's not so personal because I share it on the six week plan. I have these meditation routines which I have created to help me with recovery. Because bioplasticity is exists and your brain can send messages does send messages to your body to create the right thyroid hormone or and so I have these meditation techniques which people can personalize and you put your goals for the next day and it rewires your subconscious Mm -hmm. and you go a bit in autopilot to do things and when I do that I'm so much calmer yeah I bet because I feel like something in me is more, much more in control. And when I do it before waking up, I'm much calmer with my children over breakfast. I'm much calmer through the school run, through work, through everything. Wow. And when I don't do it, and the first thing I do is look at my phone, I can tell I'm more stressed. Totally. Oh my gosh. I actually yesterday got up at, my boyfriend got up at 5.45 and I woke up and I was like, right, I'm, I'm not going back to sleep. So I got up and I did my TM meditation, but when it was still dark... And it was so lovely because usually, like, I'll do it maybe, like, after I've, like, got up and I've had a shower and I might have worked out and I'll come back and I'll do my meditation. So this was just so lovely doing it before anything else had started yes. in my day. I'd wash my face and I'd brush my teeth and things and I just did that did my meditation. And um, when I then opened my eyes, it was light and it was just the whole... My Amazing. day started in, like, the total right way. And I think that that's so interesting that you just said that because yes oh my gosh it has such a great great effect when we do something mindful for our mental health or our well-being before anything else in the day Mm -hmm. it has such an amazing sort of outcome on our on our day for sure I'm trying to take my ring off and I can feel that my finger is a bit swollen so I'm obviously (laughs) carrying water today so where can we find the six-week plan is there a special if, website or is it on you, your website? If you go on eatburnsleep.com, okay. you click and it'll take you to members.eatburnsleep.com where the six-week plan is. Okay. Everyone get going with it. Eatburnsleep.com. Oh my gosh, it's so exciting. Oh, Yalda, well, thank you so much for sharing all of your piles of wisdom with us. It's been just delightful talking to you and I've mentally got so many things which I know that I'm going to be starting to do in the coming weeks. So thank you so much my for all pleasure. the and thanks so much for having me oh you're so welcome wow Yalda really is the product of an anti-inflammatory diet she's 41 and doesn't look a minute over 30 if you don't already then I would really recommend following Yalda on Instagram at eatburnsleep and also check out all of her recipes I made the most delicious paleo banana bread last weekend and I can tell you one thing it's definitely not here now Thank you so much for listening as always. And if you're not already subscribed and you don't want to miss another episode, then please hit subscribe. And if you liked what you heard, then I 
would be so grateful if you could rate it and leave a review. I will be back at the same time next week with another wonderful guest. So have a lovely weekend and in the meantime, stay balanced. Thank you.